I'm not going to start my administration by breaking a promise to American people. On TV, we only get a few minutes to share each story. Can't walk away from additional $1,400 in direct checks we proposed because people need it. Frankly, they've been promised it. But here we get to tell you all the details. Maybe we can, I think we can better target the number. I'm okay with that. About stories that are important to greater Cincinnati. I'm Stephen Albritton and this is WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. Today on the pod, with a full year of the COVID-19 pandemic behind us and the fight for vaccinations and relief continuing, we sit down with the Deputy Director of the National Economic Council at the White House. David Kamen takes us through the American Recovery Act proposed by the Biden administration, where we stand on a possible federally mandated increase to the minimum wage, and how President Biden hopes an agreement can come from both sides of the aisle. Just give us the 10,000, um, you know, 10,000 foot view of the economy from your position. You know, what is the United States going through right now? The United States is right now facing a profound crisis. It's a profound health crisis and a profound economic crisis, Matt. And the, these two things are, of course, deeply related to one another. We have the tragedy of 4,000 Americans a day dying from COVID and a, and a disease that is uncontrolled in the country. We also have an economy that reflects that. 10 million jobs less than would have been the case absent the COVID crisis. One in seven Americans experiencing hunger each week. These are profound crises that the president believes need to be addressed. And that's why he's put forward the American Rescue Plan to do so. It involves three key pillars. One is changing the course of COVID, getting vaccinations into Americans' arms and safely reopening our schools. A second, is providing Americans the bridge they need in terms of economic relief to get to the other side of this crisis. The third is making sure the communities that are hurting get the support they need, including America's small businesses. When you put it all together, this is urgent. One analysis found that the failure to pass this, um, this legislation would mean that the economy gets back to this level of employment we should be at one year later. That's millions of Americans out of jobs and with continuing effects going into the future because we know joblessness can really have knock on effects for years and years. And the big talker that we keep hearing about, you know, with the American Rescue Plan is obviously the stimulus checks. You know, nothing's really moved yet, but we know the president has been talking to uh, at least Senate Republicans. Is there room to negotiate? Because I know the budget reconciliation's also been thrown out there. So what, what status update can you give us on where all those talks stand? Yeah. So the president really believes this should be a bipartisan issue um, that should be bipartisan to provide the resources we need in order to change the course of COVID. It should be bipartisan and has been bipartisan that Americans should get the check, the direct payments they deserve. He really believes we need to finish the job on providing the $2,000 that was discussed in December when Congress provided then $600. The what he has put forward would mean that they get an additional $1,400 per person. Given the pain being felt throughout the country when it comes to COVID, he really believes that. And Republicans in the past have supported that. And the same goes through many measures in this bill. We should be providing unemployment insurance on a continuing basis so that millions don't lose their, their access in March and so on. He really believes this should be bipartisan, that many elements have been supported by Republicans in the past, including in bipartisan deals last year. And so he really hopes um, Republicans come to the table and vote for the American um, Rescue Plan.
I, I saw a report in the Washington Post that the White House might be prepared to lower the threshold hold, threshold of those who qualify for those payments to you know fifty thousand for single payers, seventy five for head of household, one hundred thousand for married couples, and then it would start to phase out. How much money would you get? Can you give us an update on if there is that type of negotiation or is that a possibility? Yeah. So. The president has always said that these that the direct payment should go to the Americans who need it. And he believes that millions and millions of Americans do need it. Um, and that was reflected in his proposal. He also believes that, the high, that, the, that high income Americans shouldn't be getting it. They really should be going to those who need it. Um, so he doesn't. So I think the president also believes that it's important that millions of Americans who are hurting don't get cut out from these direct payments. So. Some have put on the table thresholds that are that are even lower than that and would mean that millions and millions of Americans below those the, 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 the figures you just gave would not be getting access to direct payments. He thinks that this does need to be broadly available for the, to the millions of Americans who are hurting um, as a result of the COVID crisis. Um, with that said, he wants to work with Congress to make sure we get these payments to the Americans who deserve it. And so you know, we're having continuing conversations about what exactly that means, but the president has laid a clear line. He wants to finish the job and getting the $2,000 to Americans. And he also wants to make sure that we don't set up the system in such a way that millions of Americans get cut off who really deserve the funds. And with that, you mentioned earlier about, you know, there's 10 million jobs missing right now compared to we were pre-pandemic. But, you know, as those jobs return, uh, so comes the debate of uh, minimum wage increase, at least at the federal level. Can you give us uh, an idea of what that a $15 federal minimum wage would mean, what that would look like? If it would, is it going to go into budget reconciliation if it goes uh, down that path? Um, it, what's to be said about raising the federal minimum wage to $15? So the minimum wage in this country has been going down for years and years and years in terms of the federal minimum wage. Um, and it's time that we raise it. It would raise millions of Americans out of poverty. It would make sure that the jobs that get created as the economy recovered are good jobs so that if someone works a full-time job, they're not being left in poverty. He believes strongly that that $15 an hour is, a, is if, if you think about what if someone deserves for working a job, that's a number that makes sense. And he thinks that it should be a matter that everyone should be able to to agree on. And so he's really hopeful that this could be that. And that's why he proposed it as part of the rescue plan in order to make sure that, you know, that the jobs that get created are good jobs, that essential workers who are right now out there working are getting the pay they deserve. Um, and so we're hopeful that it will be able to um, be enacted into law. And what do you tell cities struggling with lost tax revenue and the ordinary citizens who've lost private businesses, like so many bars and restaurants that we've seen in, in greater Cincinnati? What, what message can you send to them that the administration is, is looking out for them? This plan is meant to address this crisis and to give relief to the many Americans, small businesses, states and localities, government workers who've been laid off, who are hurting as a result. We know that it is a real crisis. We also know, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, we're not going to be able to turn it around tomorrow. What is driving this is a disease that has so far not been, control been controlled. And we both need to address that, change that. That's why as part of the American Rescue Plan, there is an aggressive change in the federal response in order to get vaccines into arms, to get testing into our schools, to get them safely reopened, to get the resources schools need so that kids can go back and so we no longer have to see the kind of learning loss and the kind of burdens on families we see right now. This plan would address that. 
When it comes to the millions of Americans who have lost jobs, it would make sure that they get the relief they need and unemployment insurance and direct payments. For America's small businesses, it would provide direct grants to the smallest businesses um, and also additional lending in order to make sure that they can get their get back on their feet. So it really is a plan addressed to the disease which is driving the crisis and giving Americans the bridge they need through it in order to make sure they can emerge strong on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And, and real quick, one question to add, you know, uh, I guess, what's the argument from the other side that this plan, $1.9 trillion, you know, so many billions have been spent last year sent out to help people. I guess, what's what's the argument um, from the Democratic side, from the left, about this plan just costing too much money? So right now, I think that, that the danger of doing too little in response to this crisis is far greater than doing too much. This plan was built from the ground up with the president working with his advisors to try to figure out in each area what's needed. So what's needed when it comes to COVID response? Um, you know, what does it take to build vaccination clinics across the country working with state and local governments? What's needed when it comes to providing unemployment insurance to Americans, the millions who have lost their jobs? What's needed when it comes to making sure that people get the checks and the direct payments they deserve? That's how we built up this plan. And too far, too, for far too often over the last year, we've been fighting this crisis from behind. We have not managed to like, get control of the disease and then build America, give, give Americans the bridge they need to truly get through it. And that's what this plan is trying to do. Um, so it's a, it's a robust plan. It's an aggressive plan for getting control of the disease and also giving Americans the relief they need. We also think it meets the moment because we are in a profound crisis a country and millions are hurting. And this is what we need to actually get control of the disease and give Americans the relief they need. Deputy Director Kamen, thank you so much for your time today. We really do appreciate it. All right. I appreciate it, too. Thank you. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate and review. This has been WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. I'm Stephen Albritton. Thanks for listening. We've all seen it. That check engine light in our car. Do I check it now? Check it later? Can I keep driving? That one light doesn't tell you what you need to know. And if you get your weather from a symbol on your phone, you're not getting the full story. WLWT Weather has the only certified most accurate forecast in Cincinnati. It's where you get the difference-making details. You'll know exactly what to expect and when, so you can plan your day. WLWT Weather, Cincinnati's certified most accurate forecast.